on this week's episode. We all remember, but Selena sure did forget about Dre. 50 years is a big number for Orlando. Say goodbye to Miss Truett. Mrs. Fostock is coming soon. And we have champagne and stories with TML. I'm Terry Matthews Lombardo, and this is Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We are coming to you taped from the worldwide headquarters of Expo Digital. Oh my gosh. And you know why I got it right this time? Why? You have a shirt on that I do. actually says Expo Digital, and the digital is well highlighted. Well, I had to start wearing it so that David would call it the right company. It just looks like you're, you work for digital, actually, if you look at it from where I'm looking at. Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I <work laughs> like, why, the didn't, why didn't they go with the font in all the same color? Because it's two different, it's Expo Digital, like expos, expositions, conferences, events. See, it's all come, every week he learns something more. Is that you know what this is enough? about? Yes. Conferences and yes. events? Yes. Wow. I'm in meetings and events, you what guys. What am I doing here? I mean, I think you're the perfect fit for this this episode for sure. <laughs> can you believe it's episode 112? I can't. Wasn't that a, a group like in the 90s or in the 80s? 112. Not 90s. Don't look at me. Degree, seven, 90 no, degrees. 90 degrees. 90s. <laughs> it was like uh, Biggie Smalls. And 112, no? Am I making that up? I remember a number. Yeah, no, 112. Okay. Yeah, I'll be missing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that works. Good, good job, buddy. But do you have any facts about 2012? I really do. And Ooh. I, <laughs> first thing that David walks in, he was like, 2012, the London Games for the Olympics was, you know, in 2012. I said, yeah, and the most popular song was Call Me Maybe. Do you remember at the opening ceremonies? Maybe. They were hey, all doing this. I those, just met you. And this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Here's um, my number. So call me, maybe. Oh. <laughs> but they all were doing like uh, videos when they got to London, and it went like viral. And that's when that song like really took off. But I remember all the videos um, because this was only a couple of years ago at this point, nine years ago. Um, but other great things that happened in 2012. Well, not so great, but NASA predicted that there was going to be a great meteor that nearly was going to miss the Earth in 2012. <laughs> I guess it did because we're I still mean, here. I remember that we all had to duck and cover. Yeah, <laughs> I it's mean, coming. That, it's, coming. it's not ideal, but that's what well, happened. Wasn't the world supposed to end in 2012? Like <laughs> the Mayans predicted that. It was wasn't supposed that to end in like 2000. It was also supposed to end in like 2001. I feel like every year they're like, we're gonna die. There's yeah. always a doomsday. <laughs> I'm pretty sure every year since 2000, I felt like this is it, guys. How could it get <laughs> <laughs> crazy? But la- and then last year happened. <laughs> this is it. 220. <laughs> yeah. Drop the mic. I really think that 22 has to be better than this. We're only up from here um a couple of fun things happened in 2012 airbnb had only 10,000 properties listed on their site and many people didn't even know what airbnb was in 2012 david are you staying at airbnb when you go to key west no we're not oh. we're staying in a hotel that's very very expensive oh okay fair that's yeah. good casa monica no, not that. That one oh, was like thousand dollars a night. Um, okay, some people aren't as bougie, but <laughs> that's the only place I'll stay there. The only place. <laughs> oh my! Okay. Well, I want to go with her. I know, man. I need to be roomies with Selena. Um, so, other negative things that happened in 2012: um, Toyota began recalling 700,000 vehicles because of safety concerns. Oh, I remember that. That was bad for Toyota. Yeah, I have a Toyota 2012, <laughs> so I'm a little concerned about. You never took it back in. I guess. I mean, I purchased it that year so i guess it's okay or maybe i have a 13 maybe i have a 13 because i don't remember any of that being a thing we should probably look into that i know i should probably get my my manual out of the glove box um and then so this was kind of shocking i guess but the most popular television show was sunday night football oh. <laughs> there was not a lot going on in 2012 yeah, tv kind of dipped there huh? um, yeah the highest grossing film was the avengers and since we have tml here today i want to talk about the best-selling book can you guess what it was 2012? Of 2012? Oh. Da Vinci Code? Da Vinci. I was going to oh. say that. No, that it's right? not correct, but I like uh, it. Give no. us a clue. I was going to say something with Obama's because... Oh, the Audacity well. of Hope? Yeah. No, the the, the clue is the Willy because it's um, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Free I Willy. should have guessed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and we'll, we'll get into the Willy later. <laughs> but no. that's what I have for 2012. Have you read that book? I read. I had the trilogy. Yeah, you could, couldn't put it <laughs> down. Of course, it was, it was a good book back then. I had it on audio. I was just like flipping through oh, pages. Audio. That's a good. Idea. I read mine on my phone back then. Yeah. During a long car drive to Chicago or back and forth, and right when I finished it, I couldn't wait. I needed the next book, so I yeah. went and got the next book right away. 
Oh. It was one of those. You can't. It's the demand. Then it's that it good, huh? It's they that good. All of them. You yeah. couldn't put it down. You it's couldn't put story. it down. You also couldn't read it on an airplane, though, right? Because everyone's judging Cause every, me. Yeah, this is like, very judging. Yeah. It's a good book. I, that was like one of the books that I got like the cover for. Like, you know, like, yeah. you have like the, yes. the book cover where you like wrap it around. <laughs> the cloth cover. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, this is okay. But let's, let's go with those. That sounds good for me. It seems like it was an all right year. It, it ended up being okay. Okay, we were worried. We're like, nothing good happened that um, year. <laughs> da Vinci Code was 2003. Oh, well, we're way off. We were off. I know. Well, that was all a blur. <laughs> all of those years. It doesn't matter. I didn't read either book, so. Oh, David, David. <laughs> I've got, I'm going to read this book, yeah, I'm which we'll talk read. about it soon. That's yeah. right. <laughs> all right, if this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, we recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We have the Fairy Job Mother to highlight available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossips within the meetings industry, and we have guests. And we have one of the guests we've been looking forward to since probably, what, January? At least, yes. Even though we didn't even have a book then, we're like, we're getting a TML show before the end of this year. Absolutely. Put it on the books. It took till October, but we got it done. We got it done. Busy schedule. Yes. So we have (laughs) TML, but if you want to know what the initials actually stand for, it's Terry Matthews Lombardo, CMP. Correct. Can't forget that. Can't you forget did that. it right. Yes, After got all it right. Years. And you work for TML Services, which is your own company. It's my own company. Yes. Thirty seconds or less. What does it do? We're a full service meeting planning company, and I have a variety of clients: corporate, incentive, a couple of associations I have fun with, and um, I do whatever they want. I, I stand in the hole. I call it standing in the hole. They want me to do it. I'm there to do it for them. So um, you're not shy. Not shy. No. <laughs> also an author. Also, I'm. We've so got this book right in front of us. It's, you it's do. Beautiful. You got my book. Meetings mayhem. Selena bought it, so she actually has two copies now. Yeah. <laughs> A humorous but factual look at the serious business of making meetings happen. Oh, I'm so excited. Because if you're in the industry, you know that you can't make this stuff up, right? We all say that. After every meeting or event or every crazy thing that happens, everybody says that. Oh, my God, would you believe that just happened? (laughs) We can't make this up. That's so true. I can't wait to jump into this. It looks like it's a collection of stories from other other heavy hitters in the industry, people you've names you know and stuff like that. Absolutely. Many of of them are local from from Central Florida, and um, others are from around the country. So we might recognize some of these stories. Yes. Maybe we were in them. Yes. Maybe, Maybe you should get of some of those other uh, storytellers in here. We should. We're working on that. All right. Just to get back to the show, we also highlight the events that are going on this week as well as the rest of the month. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud. Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Stitcher. Pandora. And Amazon. But most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Wait, what was it? Hashtag swag and repeat. That's right. <laughs> you, you checking me? I'm just making sure. It's, it's on your shirt, so I was reading it. Oh, good. Yeah. That helps. Nice. I'm going to practice that. I love that. Oh, thanks. Well, give, yeah. us, give us a practice. So, swag and repeat. I mean, I might have to be replaced because that like was pretty arts. harmonious. Yes. Swag so <laughs> and repeat. I feel like I'm in Paris. <laughs> Bonjour. Piano bar. Yes. Did you, did you know you can also follow us on Instagram? By searching for swag and repeat. I just S W A G A N D R E P E A T R E S P E C T. All right, I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew, Bucklew Hospitality. Joining me in front of me and just a little bit to the left again is Selena Molinax of Court Event Home Furnishings or something. Home Furnishings. Sure. <laughs> let's, let's add that. I work in meetings and events. Meetings and events. Conferences and conventions. Conferences and conventions. Like, how else do we put this Home furnishings. And home furnishings. <laughs> no. Crate and barrel. <laughs> you need cutlery? We got it. No. <laughs> and we also have Joe Truitt. That's me. For one more week. This is my last podcast. This is it. This when is we it. see you again, because you're going to take two weeks off. Well, I'm not taking two weeks <laughs> off. You're recording on a day that I'm not in the state. So <laughs> it's our fault you won't be here next week. Correct. Yes. Right. The following right. one, however, I am getting married. You're getting married. Yes. This is exciting. Ah. I heard you just got the dress back. Yes, it fits. It fits. So I had a donut this morning. Because, uh, well, I deserve it. So, uh, all of those of juice cleanse. Yes. yes. And your pumpkin spice. The pumpkin spice donuts. It is the first day of October for us. Yes. Yes, yes I so know. That fits perfectly. Not that I need I it to be October to enjoy pumpkin spice, but it definitely, it was fitting today. Yeah. We're also enjoying some mimosas. Yes. 
We have some Prosecco. And if it's not enough, we have a bottle of Jack on the table. Compliments <laughs> of TML. Yes. <laughs> Man, this Can is we, so well, good. Well, Michelle, Michelle asked you, right? Michelle, Michelle Granger. Granger of Christie's Photographic Solutions texted me and said, you have TML on the show tomorrow. I said, that I do. She goes, I need you to do me a favor. And I'm like, tell her you said hi. No problem. <laughs> Absolutely. She's like, can you run to the liquor store? I'm like, I'm listening. <laughs> she said, I need a bottle of Jack. And I said, Okay. I didn't ask any questions at that point. I'm like, I got the goods. You're you're good to go. And I have Shall so I many questions. Yeah, Please, I have this all is the a questions. podcast. That's exactly what we want to know. This yeah. is TML. Yes. So here's the thing about TML and Jack. We have quite a relationship in this oh. industry, and in particular, Bob Christie, Michelle's boss. Um, one year, I was on a panel discussion for MPI uh, with other esteemed meeting professionals and um, it was kind of serious and somebody in the back of the room asked me specific or no asked the panel um, what's the deciding factor how do we how do we get you meeting planners to to choose our company to work with and I and nobody was saying anything so I'm a, I'm a, never without words I said well I don't know about the rest of the the ladies up here but I Jack Daniels usually does it for me <laughs> and the rest is history so every time I book Bob Christie's or every time I uh, I see the the team there they always say oh is Jack around we'll make sure Jack's around with you that is incredible and what a thought that just you know it's just a memorable experience and then i again i didn't ask any questions exactly I'm, i love that michelle like yeah. never forgets those things she's i know think, she's yeah. so thoughtful but she this is. is really good timing because my bottle at home is down to like it's one like shot. she knew yes she's good she has a camera she has one of those ring yeah. doorbells yeah. But focused it, on your bourbon it's stash. only on yeah the whiskey area of the household <laughs> because let's face it 2020 <laughs> we needed a couple yeah, we needed a lot of jack yes <laughs> well i'm glad that we were able to get that for you Thank compliments you. of christie's photographic solutions and michelle granger Yes. Big fans of them. Yes, All right. we are. So we always start the show with a question of the week. Mm-hmm. And this question of the week is, and I'll just go ahead and read it to you. Okay, go ahead. So if you woke up tomorrow morning and you were all of a sudden the opposite sex, <gasps> what would be the first oh. thing you'd do? David, where do you get these questions what from? This is actually question? a question from something I did this week. Well, I don't need to, Wait, again, what? not asking questions. <laughs> Friday? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, David, why don't you start while we think? Well, no, I need to think now. Oh, what? Because <laughs> i got to get a different answer. If so. I was the I would. Sex. So if you were a man tomorrow. I would have a day and pretend I'm the rock, and I would I work out something. all day, but then also eat so much because men can do that. Eating is probably a great. They can I just eat. I have a question about how tall I am. When I wake up, <laughs> because I can't reach anything. I mean, do you know? You know, right? So the first thing I would do is like, I, put, your pain, I would reach sister. the top shelves of everything. I think, go or, by the refrigerator. Yeah, like, I would guys? dust. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you would dust? No, in your man? I no. think I would probably like do some of the sports that I I don't do now. Maybe I, I just. I don't know. You play like, basketball and dunk? I could. Well, it depends on how tall I am when I wake up. I don't know. <laughs> So height matters to you. Height, do, height yes. does matter you to me. You know what your height is. Okay. Yeah. Well, coming from I feel your pain yeah, the under five foot club, yeah. like we have to, what do you got, David? Stick together. <laughs> I, I think know. I'd go to the bar and see if I can get hit on. I just want to see what it's like. <laughs> Wear red lipstick. It works every time. <laughs> Probably would. Low cutting shirt. Okay, yeah. you don't have to go that Flaunt, far. Flaunt it off. Your personality is It's just more. one morning. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's try yeah. it. Your personality <laughs> means more than that shirt, I promise. TML, oh what would you do? That's a hard, that's a very tough question. Peace standing up? <laughs> I was thinking about the urinal. That's the number one answer. <laughs> I was thinking about the urinal. Um, I, all I could equate that to is if I, so I was thinking about being my husband, and he doesn't wake up early, so I would be sleeping soundly, <laughs> yeah, even yeah. though the dogs were barking and you wanting can't to hear be any fed. Of that stuff and wa- in the yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'd just be enjoying life more, probably. <laughs> I think that if I woke up as a man and I had a spouse, I would just do all the right things. I would take out the trash. <laughs> I would like <laughs> do the like all the things that you say you're going to do. I would do them. <laughs> Is this the part that Paul's going to listen to? <laughs> yeah, no, he's no. not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, neither would Mr. Lombardo. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Right, I don't know where we... he gets these questions. <laughs> yeah, really. I've got more, don't worry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> all right, now that we've got all formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. So we had one event that we all went to last week, or some of us went to, or maybe just Selena went to. Yes, I was there. It was the NACE event. Yeah. 
Did they knock it out of the park again? As always. Yeah. Was this at the museum? Yes. Tell oh, us about it. Oh, I love Nace. Okay, so Nace Orlando had their monthly meeting at the Orlando Museum of Art, which was closed for the whole month of September. Opened up the day before our meeting just for us. Just kidding. But um, <laughs> they were closed because they were installing new art, a whole bunch of new exhibits, some limited first-time only art things. The biggest thing with me and art there is you can't drink when you walk around the exhibits. Oh, yeah. That's but, like, a how nice would it be if I could just stand there with a glass of wine? But I can't. That's yeah. weird because when yeah. they do, like, the food and wine fest and stuff that they do, there's definitely yeah. wine everywhere. Maybe that specific wine, area. But not there. Maybe it's because yeah. you're a meeting planner. Yeah. Maybe because they've seen you drink before. True. <laughs> anyway. You know how you guys um, get. And I, yeah, it was it was actually a wonderful event. Obviously, it sold out like all of their events have. Um, they did, so their raffles went to... Um, Greater Orlando Pet Alliance. I love that. And Aww. I'm pretty sure, I believe, that uh, Orlando Museum of Art matched whatever we donated that night. Wow. Also, okay. whatever we raised. So that was cool. And it was also a raffle. So not only do you donate, which that's what I cared about, but you also got entered to win stuff. And I won. Of course you won. Of course you won. What'd you win? always wins. It was a wonderful gift bag from the Orlando Museum of Art. And it had a bottle of wine from Quantum Leap Winery. And it was like the artist collection. So it was beautiful. Do you know where that is? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. That place is pretty fabulous. Yeah. Um, And it it came with two glasses, too. That's nice. And a calendar and the bag. And yeah, it was really nice and a surprise because I didn't want to win anything i just wanted to donate but that was cool uh the food was obviously amazing um who didn't arthur's catering arthur's. knocks it out of the park they're every always time. good yeah they had a p- make your own poke bowl they had um Ooh. so many duck like duck with the pasta duck, stuff duck goose like pecking yeah. duck pecking duck it's pecking pecking <laughs> pancake <laughs> uh, anyway it was great and then they had like short ribs over there with rice. It was just really good. Wow. Um, so food was great. Uh, Orlando Museum of Art did speak a little bit. Jenna, she spoke about obviously their new exhibits, but also how uh, 2024 is going to be their centennial because 1924. And by then, the new campus of Orlando Museum of Art will be open, the second one, which is going downtown and this big building that we've been talking about in our little group chat. Um, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, how they're going to have the outdoor event space garden, but then also the outdoor Chihuly garden. And then the first floor, first through third maybe, are going to be the Orlando Museum of Art. So they're just growing. So Blowing up downtown. I know. It was really cool. Um, But yeah, wonderful event, wonderful meeting, great people. I mean, some people showed up for the first time. Some people showed up not knowing anybody. Some people haven't been in a while. It was just really cool. And obviously, the major conversation that we're going to talk about at every NACE Orlando meeting is NACE Experience 2022. Which is going to be here in Orlando. Yay. Do you know where? Yes. It's going to be at the Lowe's Sapphire Falls Resort. Oh, man. They picked wow. a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I told Brittany I'm going to be a member. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, you should. That's I, the year you should join if you haven't already joined. Yes. True. Join now so that you can be part of that. Because, you know, when we're going back to where episode 112, for me, 2012 was memorable, not because I graduated college, which it should be, but because it was my first MPI SEC event, oh, or SES now. sweet. And I jumped in right away and volunteered. I knew nobody. I knew nothing. But I went, and everybody was so kind, and I... Got voluntold and got hooked. This is the difference between Orlando and any other city in the U.S. Yes. It's, I mean, most other graduates, they don't do that. (laughs) True. And I, and it really could just be like Selena and anyone that looks up to Selena does that because obviously all of her mentees do as she did, you know, (laughs) but I can't say that the majority of people traditionally graduate and then get voluntold to do things yeah right but can i just tell you how much that touches my heart because sec i was one of the founders of sec years ago like a century ago when it was uh miami was the first chapter in florida and then um orlando and then jacksonville and then tampa tampa Oh, sorry, Tampa. It was Miami, Orlando, Tampa. Orlando and Tampa were almost right at the same time. It was kind of neck and neck. But the thing was, Orlando, we had done our own retreat for a couple of years, which was fabulous. We had so much fun, as you know, when you do the retreats. 
but um, because I was on the international board, we really saw a need to get together with the other chapters. So thus the SEC was founded. So Man, okay. There's a lot of history in this room right now. Yeah, I don't yes. even know. We, we have so much to talk about later. It's <laughs> 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 I'm trying to remember where that first SEC was. Fountain Blue? I'll think, huh? Fountain Blue? Do you think it was? I don't know. I don't think it was. No. I don't think 2012 it was. was at the Gaylord. I was there. I remember that. I was yes. there for a little bit. Okay, so let's go into events this week, which are brought to you by our good friends at Magical Photo Booth. He makes sad people smile. He Aww. does. Is All that, people smile. Every, is that what he says? What does he always say? Aww. Aww. I know, I'm going to say it tonight. We have a, uh, a meeting of the advisory board. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear about this. Magical. I like that. Okay. Magical. <laughs> we should seal that. <laughs> All right. So this week we have CFWA, which they're back. They just had a big summit. Yeah. And they're having another meeting. They meet every single month. Jeez, okay. Wait, tell me and what we're that in October is now. What's that? Well, tell me what that is again. Central Florida Wedding Association. Mm-hmm. Oh, meeting at the Tuscaloosa Country Club on Tuesday the 5th. Because yep. I have happen to be in the Central Florida Writers. Oh, <laughs> oh that's okay. a different CFWA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then we have the big, I guess they're back. I'm excited about this. I will be there. I, you will. I won't. Yeah, I fly back in Thursday night, so this will be an early morning on Friday. We're going out to Lake Buena Vista for the Experience Kissimmee um, annual meeting, which is going to be at the Embassy Suites in Lake Buena Vista. It's going to be a big one. I saw their little agenda cool. that they had uh, put out yesterday, and it looks like a fun event that I'm sad to miss. Visit Orlando will be back on Monday, and they're going to be at the AC Hotel in downtown for a power hour lunch. Yes, and this is limited seating. They can only accommodate, I want to say, 30 or 35 people. So it's um, probably sold out. It might be. Uh, okay. If not, then definitely go ahead and get your ticket because that is a beautiful venue. It is. Then on the uh, 13th, we have I Said Yes is back at the D Space Orlando, brand new venue, so that's a good way to check that out. And then the Ladies Networker will be at Del Frisco's that evening at 5 o'clock. Any other events we want to highlight? I think that's it for the next couple of weeks, right? I, I do want to say, make sure you get your ticket to ILEA's uh, monthly meeting this month because it is their annual speed networker and oh, it will be at the Renaissance World. So it's a really good event. Um, that's the same night as GMF's doing their Falcon's Fire event that night too. So I got to make a decision. It was a very popular date for pick. sure. Uh, same thing with the next day. There's a bunch of events happening that week actually. Um, but I do also want to know MPI Orlando's monthly or event that month is going to be at Top Golf. It's their fall fusion, so you, that means you fuse the two. You get a little education, you get a little after five networking. Best of both worlds. All of it. Are you going? I'll be there. I think I'll go. What's the date of that? Let's do it. It's on Thursday, October twenty first. Twenty first. Put that in your calendar. All right, so let's move right into the nine to five with Selena. Is there any jobs? Ding! I was waiting for my. Oh, the twinkle! Mm-hmm. It, that gets put in afterwards. Okay. Well, in real life, <laughs> we don't ever get to hear <laughs> the fun parts. Yeah. Nine to five. Oh, we want to get the right stuff. I don't song. have to sing anymore. Like this is great. I don't have yeah. to do any of the commentary today. <laughs> so starting off, Logi Plan is looking for a meeting registration coordinator. The Winter Park Racket Club is hiring a clubhouse manager. Cameron Mitchell is looking for Ocean Prime for a private dining and sales. Which I don't think that's true because I know who has that who job. Who has a job? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they posted it last week. Uh, they're looking for a private dining sales and events manager for Ooh. Ocean Prime Orlando. Interesting. Things are happening. Um, Rockway Exhibits and Events is hiring an event coordinator. Florida Citrus Sports is looking for a seasonal intern. And I put this because out of all seasons to be part of Florida Citrus Sports, I think it should be now when all the bowl games are about to happen. Yeah. So but it's not or it is? It is. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, Citrus Bowl and Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, Bass Pro Shops is hiring a seasonal events associate. That sounds fun. Diamond Resorts is looking for a special events coordinator. Andretti is hiring an event associate. Uh, SeaWorld is looking for a stage manager. Advent Health is hiring for an event production specialist. All the jobs. Wow, that's great. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and they're all over and varied and different roles and different companies. So whatever you're looking for, it's out there. That's good. Thank you so much. All right, so let's move into our promo section. And we have a baby to announce, our good friend Kelly Burris. Had a baby. It's a boy. She had a baby. It's a boy. There you Aww. go. She's <laughs> the cutest little baby ever. And she's been a past uh, guest on the show. Yes. So I want to congratulate and her. 
His name is Arlo, and it's so cute. Oh, that is. It's a neat name. I like that. <laughs> I also want to uh, give a good luck congratulations to Rachel Bernstein. She's have a, has a baby coming, right? Have yes. You, have, okay. And then uh, new jobs, John Ballantyne's new venues event manager for the city of Orlando. Congratulations. What does I wonder, that mean? Yeah, I wonder what he does on the day-to-day. Probably not much yet because he venue? just started. Yeah, pr- likely, right? Yeah. Well, for events, maybe. The city of Orlando has the Amway, so mm-hmm. all of that. Citrus Bowl. Citrus, citrus Bowl. bowl. Um, Bob what is the Citrus Bowl? You know, like Camping World? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. World, sorry. <laughs> Formerly known <laughs> so, as Tangerine Bowl. Yeah. I know it's Yeah, I know like what gets played there, but then I was like, is there another stadium that I'm not aware of? They used to and have then Explorer, yeah, Explorer is not the city. Exploria, no. What, not. what do you mean? That's a venue. A personal person has money and it's made privately that. owned. Yeah. Where is so that? That's not a. You telling me that's not a venue in Orlando? So, so City of Orlando is like our government that owns and manages venues, which is unique to different cities. Mm-hmm. Other cities don't own their arenas. Okay. We do. Moving on. We do. We have all kinds of money, so we buy our venues. We don't. Have, <laughs> this podcast does not own venues. All right, so Rachel Bernstein, not only pregnant, but she also got a new job as a project manager for BCD. Meetings and events. What does that mean? What does what mean? Project manager? Or meeting planner? I'll tell you. Ooh, okay, I have like, an answer. There, it might be in this book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she will be given some accounts, some longstanding accounts with BCD, or perhaps a new account. And mm-hmm. she will be the project manager, so she'll take on the meeting planning responsibility and probably part of the site inspections and, and um, it seems like pull it quite the job. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations yeah. to her. Then we have a oh we have sports ball. Oh we do? Sports ball with Selena. Did you know Selena's our uh, resident sports person? No, that I knows didn't knows everything about sports. So what All do you got, things. Selena? Okay, well have I I don't know if I've talked about this here. Maybe not, but did have we talked about how Formula One is coming to Miami in May? No, because it's cool. in Orlando. Park. Yeah, I, I know. don't really care. Did not but know it's that. happening. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Also, Super Bowl 56 has been coming out. They released their halftime show people. They showed who those people are going to be. And who is it? Okay, I was drinking, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure somebody, when I showed the picture, because I don't recognize them, somebody said Dre. Dr. Dre? Is that an artist? Dr. You Dre? don't know who Dr. Dre is? Wow. You guys, I don't know. But that's Weren't you born in the like. 90s? Even I, I know a rapper who's now a producer. Do you, and wait, no. More importantly, she's a huge fan of Eminem. I was gonna say, I don't oh, come think. on. She's a huge fan of Eminem. How do you not know so who Dr. And Dr. Dre said, nothing, you idiot. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. Good. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I didn't record this. <laughs> we are recording it. It's a podcast. Record that. Um, oh, Lord. Anyway, they announced it. And when they announced it, they had the new logo, the Super Bowl LVI. This is why she cares. Okay. Again. The halftime is going to feature Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, and more. Um, now she, she didn't read it. Somebody buy me a ticket to go to California. Is that where it's at? Yeah. Yes. Where? It's at SoFi Anaheim. Stadium. Yeah. Which one? SoFi yeah. Stadium in Inglewood. Oh, okay. Uh, they, uh, that makes sense. So well, additionally, <laughs> so Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar is probably who you saw a picture of and you didn't I know. And then he's like I, in the middle. I can't believe you don't know who Dr. Dre is. I'm still like dumbfounded. Eminem and Mary J. Blige. What? What a great lineup. That's going to be incredible. Yay. This picture is that what you saw? Yeah, the middle guy. Yeah, that would be Dr. Dre, sir. Yeah, oh my God. Anyway, I was more looking at the LVI, trying to figure out what numerals those were. I figured it out. And I can see how you didn't know who Eminem was in this one, because he doesn't have his blonde hair anymore. And because... He just opened up a restaurant, too. Mom's Spaghetti. He didn't open it. And you're from Michigan. He opened up a restaurant in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's Spaghetti. I love it. And this is all, if you believe that that is Eminem. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Of course it's Eminem. Look it up. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Conspiracy (laughs) podcast. So, um, sports ball. The other things that I know about sports ball is that, I know that I live in Orlando, but the St. Louis Cardinals won 15 games in a row. They beat their own franchise record, uh, which is big. However, they did not win, like, the all-time baseball record. They were trying, but then Who has it? (sighs) It's like in 1914. It was, like, a long time ago. It was, like, 20 years ago. No, it was... It was the Oakland A's. They made a movie about it called Moneyball. No, okay, so we looked that up because you told me this, and no. That, no? No. Another conspiracy. So that movie is showing what could have happened, but didn't really happen. 
What really? I've Wait, looked what? it up a lot. All right, we need to look that up. Yeah. Anyway, we'll fact let's talk it. about sports ball in Orlando. Do you know so. what the opposite of the Cardinals is? Cubs? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Because <laughs> <laughs> they lost 19 game? straight games. <laughs> um, did four, they end up losing last night? Yeah, they did. Oh, I know David texted me, Duval, in they the middle. They scored right the, away in the beginning. And they yeah. were doing really well, which is what they sometimes do, but then they will always mess it up. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. That's so they so lost sad. all four of the first games. With that, new like, coach that Urban Meyer. Makes your morale low, and then you don't even want to win. Well, it doesn't do they really have make our leaders. They do have cheerleaders. I know that that's your, your <laughs> fix for everything, your solution. Um, it doesn't make a Jaguars fan morale low because we're so used to it. So it's really just Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence that are really sad. Yeah. I'd be sad too. Go ahead with the rest All of right, your story. So yeah, we got to turn this around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's why she's so they need cheerleaders. That's what her solution is for every sports team. <laughs> I was Saturday. a cheerleader. Oh, I can see that. Joe was too. College. I can see that. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. The corporate 5K is returning to Orlando. December. Oh, wow. It was last night. Oh, that's why people it were It was drinking. last night? It was last night. Dave ran. Oh, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> he drank a beer and then ran. <laughs> I drank a beer because we got there so early because there was no traffic. It was a little, it was lightly attended versus oh. previous years. I thought that was usually in December. It's usually in April, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm way off. And it'll be, I think they'll return to their normal April date. Oh. Like in six months. In, yeah, or in seven six months. months. Yeah. This was pushed back because of the pandemic and stuff. How'd you do? Did you win? I didn't win, but I did get an under 30 time, which I'm very happy with. Nice. Yeah, that's really all. shocking because you're not under 30. I'm definitely not <laughs> under 30. <laughs> Barely <laughs> under 40. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, your wife is older than you? She is. Wow. Have you seen Dating that? We all put that together so fast. Have you, well, they just got back from Jamaica to celebrate his wife's 40th birthday. Aww, um, have sweet. you seen the reel that's like, I got a cougar in the car. <laughs> oh, Paul wow. loves to play it in front of our friends because I'm older than him. And so he's always like, we got a cougar in the car. Like, how'd you get it in there? He's like, I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> Let Erica do it. Gotta do it. You got to play it for, to okay. Erica. It's really funny. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Thank you. Orlando City might be in the playoffs. Not looking good. There's a you lot of question marks. I believe in them. They have good cheerleaders, aka the entire <laughs> fan. <laughs> the ruckus. All of the people. That's the key. Good cheerleaders. Yeah, that's how, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, and then Orlando is going to host the Lightning versus Panthers hockey game tomorrow, tomorrow mm-hmm. at Amway. Joe, yeah. I'm surprised you're not going to be there, but I, I will I be in Indy, Indy. Yeah. but I was there last year. I have a photo of it. Um, well, actually, it was two years uh, No, it was two years ago because I didn't do it last year. Um, but I always go to that game. It's a fun get, one. Well, it's the one time you can get glass seats for the bolts for like thirty-two dollars. Wow. See what I'm saying? Yeah. She likes to bang on the glass. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do one of that. these to the guys where I'm like, uh, "What are you doing over there? Can you pass the puck?" Who's the best guy in the Lightning? Uh, I would say Headman. Uh, defenseman. Defenseman Headman. Yeah. His, n- his name isn't defenseman. He is a defenseman. But, um, yeah, Hedman's one of my favorites. Um, Stamkos is the captain, so everybody likes him. And then I would say Kucherov um, is probably one of my favorites as well. And the entire arena goes, Cooch, whenever he does something cool. So that's oh, very interactive and fun. So you're a, you're a true fan. Oh, no, I am, She's like, in. I bleed blue. Like, it's, wow. yeah, I'm good, a big fan. Good on you. Thanks. It's my favorite. I love them. <laughs> This isn't about me. Go ahead. That's all I got for sports. <laughs> Sorry, I was eating one of our pumpkin spice donuts. They're so good. <laughs> They're really good. Okay, so we have some awards we want to go through real quick. So Laura Hartman, past guest, 40 Under 40 with Connect Meetings Magazine. Love her. She's in your book, right? She's in my book. She's what chapter? Oh, oh. Gotta look it up. Gotta look it up. chapter? Well, she'll look it up. We also want to congratulate Cindy Schriffel, C-E-R-P, Certified Event Rental Professional. Yes. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one yet. And also, congratulations to Sarah Gable for getting her Sustainable Event Professional Certificate from the EIC. Laura Hartman is Chapter 10 from Glitch to Glory. And I love her. She's got a tag log in in there about when things went bad. It was glitchity glitch, glitchity glitch, glitchity glitch. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. I can't wait to talk more about this oh, book. Gladi has a Gladi has <laughs> a, uh, Gladi too, has yeah. a book. Yeah. Uh, Probably a lot too. of our guests. Actually. I know. All right, so let's move on to our next section in the biz, and we want to talk about a downtown convention center. What do you know about this, Selena? Did you look it up? Um, I had to look it up because you guys made me think it wasn't happening, but it is happening. It's been happening for a long time. So, a long time. Okay, so back in like twenty. 
2015, 2016. I was on a focus Jeez, group. That's a long time ago. Like a long time ago. <laughs> um, where basically they were asking different meeting planners, they were doing different studies and groups to see, do we need a convention center or do we need more meeting space or what do we need downtown? Always. <laughs> in yeah. the downtown You can't area. ever have too much meeting space. Yeah. In this city. And um, then in, let's see, 2017, they proposed it to the state or whoever has to approve things like this, the city, the county, I don't know. Everybody. Yeah, all of those people. And then it's been forward. So the reason you might not know about it, I guess, is because it doesn't break ground until Q4 2021, which is like today. So you're saying so that this proposal today? is basically like mine, <laughs> my engagement that took yes. forever. <laughs> yes. It, I mean, this has been a long time coming. So when somebody said like, oh, we need a convention center downtown, and we should build one. I was like, yeah, we are building one. It just is taking a million years. Yeah. Just like yeah. I-4 or yeah. Universe, Epic yeah. Universe. Like, it just takes 25 years. Well, I was at a luncheon the other day, and they said that we're the largest metro area without a convention center in downtown. Which might be valid. Is right. Yeah. 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 Might be Tampa has one, one. Jacksonville has one. Miami so let's, if you have any information, send it over. I'd like to learn some more. Yeah. yeah. So um, earlier we mentioned Orlando Museum of Art is going to be building a new campus that or a new place downtown that will be finished by 2024. And this is it. So it, this is part of it. So it'll have a five-star convention hotel. It'll have apartments and condos, obviously, because it's downtown. It will have the outdoor garden we talked about for meeting space. It'll have the outdoor Chihuly garden. And when I say outdoor, it's not like ground floor. It's 33rd floor rooftop outdoor so they're calling it the skybox you should see the pictures of the thing it's beautiful yeah like they have renderings they're conceptualizing they have a group they have things so it's going to be very exciting and that's why i keep saying we're going to have a great like 2023 24 in orlando when all these things are built we just have to live through 2021 (sighs) three more months three more months you got this guys you can do it we've got it we're on the home stretch (laughs) joe wedding update it's happening. Anything, it's I mean, happening. This is your last episode before. Yeah, so it's anything happening. Anything you want to let us know? Or I still on? need a tan, and um, I don't have my vows written, so. <laughs> okay, so what, Things to do. what we need from the audience, anybody listening, tell me what songs we should request the DJ to just add last minute, because Joe's going to allow that. So, like, is it Hokey Pokey? <laughs> it's not Hokey Pokey. Is it Chicken Dance? It's probably Cup- not Chicken Dance. What are we doing? Cupid Shuffle? The Cupid we had oh, this yeah. question before where it was like, what is the song that, like, gets you going? And Mambo her, number like, five. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> I'm a little da, Latino. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad from all of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely will take any request for songs. That That's uh, for sure. And, and if you have any advice, send it my way. I would love to read over that the next couple of weeks. Yeah, some, some well wishes. Yeah. For Joe. Oh, if only we if knew she, a writer. I know. If she changes from Gosh. Truett to Fostock. That's right. Oh. No one will know who I am anymore. You're, <laughs> mo- you're moving up in the alphabet. I'm, I know. Is it, doesn't that mean so much? <laughs> like, when you have a end of, and this is, you will never understand this, David. I won't. Wait. No concept here. You're an M. You're in the middle. Well, I just did the ABCD, and it doesn't go J, T, K. It's backward. What are oh, you talking F. about? TF. It's backwards. What? You, what? what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Your new last <laughs> name is, is I'm moving, Fostock. Yeah. So it's F. Yeah, yeah, so I'm moving up in the alphabet. That's before T. Like so way just before. to line up. Oh. There it is. Alphabet soup oh. is difficult. Um, so when you <laughs> have... She's by the Greek when alphabet. You ha- yes, right? <laughs> She's like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, when you have a name that's at the end of the alphabet, it's always like you're waiting forever for everything. And so I'm really excited to be an F. That's cute. We're excited for you. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a like the best part. Coming. Well, and it was always like, oh, what's your last... Like when I was dating, I was like, what's your last name? And, oh, Williams. I'm like, ah, next. <laughs> nope. When you were looking for Anderson. Uh, Mr. Yes. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Yes, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Willie Anderson. Oh, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> we got a free Willie. Free Willie. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get engaged? I got engaged in June of 19. Wow, last we're decade. We're supposed to get... Yeah, right? Um, we're supposed to get married in November of 20. And we're getting married. Two uh, two years. Just a year later. Yeah, almost two, two years and a half years. And yeah, four months. Yeah, it's been a been a hot it's minute. Like Twenty eight months. It's well, this is how you know they're committed. They're they engaged. Yeah, I mean we've like they could have called. It was it a long engagement. It was a it's long engagement off. that we yes. did not ask for. Yes. But that's okay. We are patient, and we, I mean we've been living together for four years, so it's not even. I mean, we basically started living together a month after we met. Man, okay. 
Start combining things. Yeah, and you end up with a lot of pots and pans when you're adults. So when you start taking two full like houses and putting them into one, we had a lot of cleaning products and a lot of pots <laughs> and pans. That's what we learned. And couches. We have a ton of couches. What's the number one thing on your wedding registry that you really want? Yeah. Cash. Okay. We don't have cash. anything that on was, our registry. Quick, guys. Well, that's all that we have on the registry. So definitely well, not pots and pans. Like Five dollars, twenty dollars, well, and this is two hundred dollars. And we have a lot of like um, gifts that you you contribute to like we need whatever five hundred dollars for like a an excursion or something then like you would contribute what you can to that so um that's kind of like the only thing that we have on the registry because when you're adults like you if you need something you buy it yeah like we're not in our 20s and like getting married and we need all this like new rugs and things like we have everything that we need so we just want to Start savings accounts and, you know. So send Joe cash if you want to. Yeah, I'll give you my Venmo right now. (laughs) 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 I have a. Jay Fostock? Yeah, no, I'll. uh, Not yet, it's not. Uh, It's still Joe Truett for now. Okay. But, I mean, if you'd like, I will be happy to share my registry link. (laughs) You're welcome to add to it if you'd like. I think you should. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this is for, right? Because you're going to the Maldives. Mal- yeah. Maldives. Yeah, the Maldives. Ooh. Maldives. Okay. Yep, we're um, going Thanksgiving week, so um, we're taking a little bit of time between the wedding and going out there. Um, but it seems like everything is good to go, and they've been having travel for quite some time now, so we feel comfortable doing that. Will you eat turkey on Thanksgiving Day out there? We so we always travel on Thanksgiving. We never do like a traditional thing. Like last year, we were in Mexico. Um, the year before, we were somewhere else. I don't so know. So you don't like turkey? We we eat turkey what like normally sometimes. I love it. turkey. <laughs> no, I am a carnivore by trade. Like I can actually eat any kind of. Um, meat and protein I love that so much so nothing against turkey and I love stuffing and I love mashed potatoes and I love it when you put them all together or make them into a sandwich and go to pom pom they have pom the best poms. Thanksgiving yes. sandwich all year round um, so nothing against it for sure but we just happen to always travel on Thanksgiving because you don't need as many days off so yeah it just makes sense so how did you how did you pick Maldives we love to travel internationally so that's just something that we have always really liked to do um, and the Maldives is a place that we would never pick for ourselves for like a normal vacation. So like we, before the world stopped, we had just gotten back in one trip to like Prague, Germany for Oktoberfest and Iceland. Like that was one trip. So we always try to do several different places when we go. Um, And when we thought about one place to stay for the entirety that we would never really pick for ourselves, um, that came up and you know, those huts on the water just, it's a July hot spot four. right now. Yeah. A lot of activity there. A lot of incentives going there right yes. now, too. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's going to be a really fun time to just relax and not have a, an agenda, really. How long is the flight? It's 25 hours. Wow. So it's... it's dedication. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's really yeah. nice because last time that I did something like that, when we went to Thailand, it was 37 hours yeah. um, because we had to go from Orlando to JFK to Dubai to Bangkok. <sighs> And this one actually goes from Orlando to Dubai, so we don't have to have that extra leg of the trip. So that's that's nice. Um, so they have more and more flights opening up from Orlando internationally, which is fantastic. Yeah. So how many stops on this one, though? Uh, just the one to Dubai, and then it goes over. Wow. So and the layover is about six hours, but um, it's late at night their time. But it'll be kind of weird for us as we'll sleep on the flight. Um, to Dubai, so and they have some really cool stuff in their airport, like some little tea. They do restaurants, and they have Mr. Jack Daniels sitting on a bench. Oh, that I have a photo with, as a matter of fact, in Dubai. Well, would you look at that? <laughs> might have to read. You need to have photo. I'm going to have to send Terry a photo of myself on my honeymoon. I'll, <laughs> I'll, Terry, I'll thinking about you, about you. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack. And Jack. <laughs> Are you flying Emirates? Oh uh, yeah, I love Fab, Emirates. I For me, too. Emirates What's is the Delta <laughs> of international flights. Yeah. I think that they treat their people amazingly, and it's my favorite airline. So I don't. Do. I will pay extra to fly Emirates every yeah. time. It's fabulous. Mm. Yeah. All right. So some other big news: the Magic Kingdom turned fifty <gasps> today. They don't look a day over for forty-nine. Day. Yeah. Yes. I know. And Epcot thirty-nine. That's your age. I was born before Epcot. Oh. So I have that. Oh, and Epcot. I have a TML fact about. Let's hear. Here we go. Are you ready for it? Uh, Absolutely. We are, that's what we're here for. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Yes. <laughs> First job out of college, 
the magical world of Disney. Yes. It was only the Magic Kingdom. Um, my degree was in hospitality and hotel management. And back then, my goal was to, of course, be a general manager. And I thought, what better place to be a general manager than the Contemporary Resort Hotel? Of course. The largest hotel in the Southeast at the time. We had one. Was it really? We had 1,046 rooms. Room rates wow. were $45, $55 in the North and South Wing. Wow. $65 if you stayed in the A-frame in the center building where the monorail runs through. It was pretty amazing, yeah. But um, after a couple of months, I still wasn't the general manager. So, uh, <laughs> Why isn't this moving along faster? I, I, know, I was a little disappointed in Disney, <laughs> by Disney. No, it was a wonderful place to start your career, and I always say that. It really was wonderful. But what I'm getting at is when I ended my career at Disney um, about three years later, we were actually, I was actually part of uh, one of many teams that were doing the, um, the hospitality programs to invite the countries in to talk about Epcot, to, to sell Epcot. So we took over the top of the contemporary with a huge scale model of what wow. Epcot was going to look like. And we'd bring all of these dignitaries and ambassadors and and politicians from all these countries around the world in and wine them and dine them and, and wow. So when was this? Like late seventies? It or? was about four hundred years ago. <laughs> four hundred years. <laughs> Somewhere in that vicinity. Um, it was in the yes, in the late seventies. Wow, yes. Okay. How about that? Exactly. So. On October 1st, 1971, when Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom opened, the admission price for a single-day pass was three fifty for an adult and a dollar for a child, but it was just to get in the gate. There was not rides included. And she's saying $3.50. $3.50. not $350. Yeah. But then you had to pay for your rides, you said, right? right. A tickets, You'd, B tickets? A tickets, B tickets, C mm-hmm. tickets, depending on, on the value of the ride. Yeah, and there was a, like a ticket pricing structure with, by letter, um, starting at $0.10 cents, uh, for an A ride and going up to $0.90 cents for an E ride. Wow. Isn't that incredible? You can't even wrap your head around that I right know. now, right? Well, I know how much I just paid for my annual pass, so no, I cannot wrap my head around that. I can't go on enough rides to pay for that, no. Terry, is that what brought you down here, the appeal of working for Disney? Um, I was a college intern at Disney from Michigan. And Did you go to the University of Michigan or no, Michigan State? No, I didn't. State? Uh, Michigan State, State yes. Okay. Go green. Hotel, yeah. Go white. Spartans. Mm-hmm. Spartans, that's right. <laughs> Um, so I was an intern, Sorry. then I went back and finished, and then um, came back down because I I met my best friend at working at Disney. She was from Miami, and we said, "Yeah, let's go back and live the dream there." And uh, we really did enjoy it. That was that was such good training, though, working behind the front desk of the Contemporary Resort Hotel back then, because you you really were making people's dreams come true when they check into the hotel and. And I mean, literally, they would stand in front of the the front desk while I was checking them in. They would pass out $100 bills to each of their kids and say, have a great time, kids. I'm like... Seriously? I didn't get a hundred dollar bill in the seventies. No, in I didn't grow 70s. up that way. That's like five hundred bucks. Now. I can't even get a twenty dollar bill for my parents. Like, I there's know. no way. It was crazy. Those were mostly the South Americans. I remember because we were You're doing, like, "Mom, doing I need dinner of, tonight." Right. She's like, "It's called Defend for Yourself Night. Figure it out." Like, yeah. that's ask that nice man over there if he can have some of his chips. Oh like, my that's gosh. definitely Aww. wasn't passing out hundos. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was very different. Um, yeah, really, really fun experience I had one day was when a um, man checked in with. Seven children. Oh God! Uh, yeah, came from. It was American. I can't remember where. His where. Um, all, all I remember is that he hurled a suitcase at my head across the desk when I had to t- give him the bad news that he didn't have a reservation. He's like, "What the? What the? What the? What, the, what do you mean I don't have a reservation? I have seven pi- children." <laughs> yes, and he picked up that suitcase and hurled it across. I had to duck. <laughs> It was, this was traumatizing for TML. It was TML. traumatizing. I started looking for a job, a new job after Done. that. Oh. oh, man. No, I, I, stayed, I stayed after that. But that was, yeah, that was an eye-opener for me, that people could come to the most happy place on earth. And be so angry. And be angry. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what did you do, what did you do next? Because you, you said you were there well, for years. Well, before I left, um, this is a fun fact, before I were left you G- Did you get to be a GM? No. They, dang it. They didn't move fast enough for you. <laughs> I know. I just after a few months, I wasn't the GM. 
If you stuck it out now, you, maybe by now you would have been. Maybe. Right? Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I right. committed 50 years to this place. Can I be the GM now? <laughs> Please. They're like, no, actually, we would like for you to retire. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, fun thing about that, when I when I came back to them, I did my internship, went back, finished college, came back down to them. So I thought, surely by now they'll promote me to GM. But no, by then they had their own, they had their own University of Hotel Management at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Little known fact. It didn't last a whole long time, but you then had to apply to get into that university, work your way through that university, and then you would be considered to be part of hotel management. Well, I already had a degree, for God's sakes, and I already knew how to be a GM. Didn't wasn't it obvious? Yeah, I read I a book so. about it. I knew exactly <laughs> I what I was doing. Yeah. So um, I stayed there long enough to be part of the team. Um, You've heard of the PGA show in Orlando. I was part of the team. When John Zorak, the original meeting planner of PGA, came to Orlando and said, hey, we've got this idea for this little show we want to do, and we think this would be a great place because we had the whole ballroom of the Americas. It was huge, right? Mm -hmm. Back then, it was the biggest ballroom in town. And... PGA said, you know, we're, we're thinking about doing this show with with some golfers and, and some golf companies. Like and we love golfers, yeah. I know, exactly. So um, I, it was all tabletop displays around the fourth floor ballroom of the Americas, and that's how the... That's how the PGA show kids, started. that's how the PGA show wow. started. And how many... I mean, if you had to guess, like, how large was the PGA show when it first started? Oh, wow. I would say maybe 500. Wow. I mean, I just remember, because I was in convention, then and I remember it was you know tabletop displays and uh, I mean no big exhibit booths by any means general sessions you know some speakers some golfers of course for reference now in 2020 it was 43,000 yeah so it's come a long way yeah yeah kind of like Disney prices right (laughs) (laughs) a lot of inflation (laughs) so they PGA she achieved their goal in getting larger I never did run the hotel Mm, that's okay none of the hotels you did (laughs) you did without having the title in my mind exactly (laughs) so did did, uh, tml services kind of come out of that time frame or or no i actually when i left there so disappointed that i was not a general manager at walt disney world yet um i went on to be be an international flight attendant so that that took me on a different career path around the world and back again i um I, yeah very few people know that i did about not me. know that about you i know no. which was, airline it was a private charter it's no longer in business um it was called florida air travel hmm. and probably because it was fat <laughs> fatta, fatta, <laughs> florida fat air airline. travel yeah <laughs> but it was so much fun and you know that was back when we served actually served gourmet meals in the mm-hmm. air people were actually smoking at that time <laughs> in the air not that that wasn't the fun part i'm just saying mm-hmm. um the bar was open the entire time we'd serve drinks um our longest flight this was really an honor at the time back in 1978 we took the first American group into the People's Republic of China. Oh, wow. And okay. it was a really a groundbreaking thing. It was after President Nixon and President Ford had opened up detente between the two countries. And so this uh, trip from Orlando, we uh, we only had a DC-8. It was 145 passengers. So, But it was luxury. It was luxury outfitted because it was private um, charter. So we went from here to... Los Angeles to refuel. We went from Los Angeles to Hawaii overnight to refuel, give the crew rest because you can't fly that long. The next day we took off, went from Hawaii to Guam for refueling, Midway for refueling, (laughs) finally landed in Hong Kong like a day and a half later. It was just amazing. And we had a debriefing in Hong Kong for three days before they'd even let us across the border into the what what was known then as the PRC, the People's Republic of China. Um, and back then, they told us to pull, look at all of our clothes, and if it, anything said "Made in Taiwan," you had to pull the tag out of your clothes, really? or it wouldn't get across the border. It was just a really strange and and different world back then. And 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 even when we got into the People's Republic of China. I will never forget this one um, because I was also trip director at that point. I was I was chief flight attendant, but then uh, we I was trip director, which you all know what trip directors are in the true sense of the meaning of trip director, not as a lot of people now think them as 
as meeting planners, daytime meeting planners, mm-hmm. but trip director is actually when you're managing a trip and, and you're, you know, you gather every, you count everybody getting on the bus and you work with your tour guides, your local tour guides and all of that. So I'll never forget getting off the bus in one of the villages. Now we spent three weeks in China and again, it was 1978. So these Chinese people had not seen Americans. They didn't have TV. They didn't have, certainly didn't have internet. So they, but word had already traveled throughout the country that there was a strange looking group of people <laughs> oh, Lord. in these big buses traveling around. And I was on the first bus and I get out the bus um, for my awaiting um, translators. And this crowd of people starts pressing toward me and um, then they start looking down at my feet. It was August. It was, I had some sandals on, and they start. They they were looking at my feet. They were they were they were pointing at me. They were they were coming up so close to me. They were feeling my hair. I'm like, what's, what? What's going on here? The 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 fun part about the story is um, I had sandals on, so I had red toenail polish. Oh. They wanted to know how these strange people grew red toes. Oh, man. They, yeah. they didn't know about toenail polish. <laughs> See, David, when you wake up as a woman tomorrow, yeah. we need red toenails <laughs> and the red lipstick. Yes. Yeah, and plus I had blonde curly hair, and they had never seen that because they were all, <laughs> I mean, it sounds stereotypical to say that today, but they were all black haired the 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 short haircut and they were all wearing the same same green army fatigues it was pretty amazing so Hmm. yeah all right so around this time you also came back to orlando at some point and helped start mpi i did that was yes i did that was a big she said yes i did (laughs) yes Yes, i did tell us a little bit about how that happened because i I mean mpi is obviously one of the uh, best networking associations around right now it but it is. had to start somewhere. It and you is. were part of that. And really, it was pretty amazing back then because before we had the MPI chapter, it was really basically um, Florida Society of Association Execs, FSAE. Um, and PCMA was out there, but PCMA was really more geared toward the medical community and, and pharmaceutical planners. So corporate planners and event planners were just kind of starting to become very well known in the world. And, and you know, with, with big, big conventions starting to gear up and everything. So um, I joined the MPI National and, and started going to the national conventions right away. And thought, wow, what a fun thing! There's chapters out there. Let's do this. So um, most of the other people from Orlando that were attending were the hoteliers. Um, Dave Bagwell from the Palace, um, Charlene Sermons from the Sheridan Twin Towers, the old Sheridan Twin Towers, Charmaine. Hotels Anderson. that don't even exist anymore. Hotels <laughs> that don't exist, but their properties are the there. But they're under yeah. different names. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and so Gary Jenkins was was one of the, the biggest meeting planners in Orlando at the time with Tupperware. And so he and I, I at the time, I was done with my flight attendant days, and I was the um, meeting planner for the Institute of Internal Auditors up in Altamont Springs. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I was their first meeting planner. And um, so Gary and I, because we were pretty well-known meeting planners to the hoteliers in Orlando, we were able to gather that you know, core network together because it wouldn't be in existence without suppliers. I mean, we really had to dig around in Orlando and find planners to come join us. And and at that time, they were planning meetings, but they weren't called planners. They were executive assistants or the executive secretary to the Darden Corporation. I mean, mm-hmm. people like that. And we, you know, through the supplier network because they were the ones booking the business with the hotels. So... Um, they would invite these planners to our first networking meetings. And we it was just all donation at the time, and we, we didn't charge. We had to. We just had to put the word out that we were having these once-a-month networking functions. And it was pretty much always um, a panel of myself and Gary. <laughs> and Gary. <laughs> and a few other, uh, you know, a few other um, here and there. I mean, uh, companies that don't even exist anymore. But um, anyway, we, we finally we finally got a core team together. and We got enough planners that were really wanting to be involved. And, and there were definitely were suppliers there. I mean, Jim Rye was very instrumental from Disney at the time. He was he was Disney sales. And, and um, so we finally got, we started getting enough people at the meetings to for MPI headquarters to say okay we might let you think about being a chapter now and, <laughs> and so like, can it, I be the GM yeah <laughs> 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 
Yes, exactly. So, but I mean, it was a long journey. It was a, there's a lot of things you have to go through to sure. become a, a, a well, charter. We're glad chapter. you did yeah. go through them. Yes, I, I yeah. am too. It was it was it was fun time, but it was challenging times too. And really, I know others have heard me tell this part of the story, but we literally, Gary and I, had to stand before the International Board of Directors at not one but three different international meetings. So three years went by for us to plead our case it was like standing before the supreme court yes plead our case about why orlando should be granted a charter and the first two times we were voted down and it's like oh my god they don't like us but we just didn't have the numbers and and everybody kept saying on the international basis everybody kept saying you will never have enough meeting planners in orlando you will always be Top heavy with suppliers, and I know we're top heavy with suppliers. But look at all the meeting planners we yeah. have it's, now. I mean, it's close it's to fifty close. fifty. It's like yeah. forty five fifty five. I love that like journey. I yeah. love that journey. Yeah. I really do. So we finally, on the third try, in front of the international board of directors, got our charter, and Gary and I were like dancing on the tables, and Dave Bagwell. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was fabulous. So we came back and planned our inauguration, and um, by then I was pregnant with my first child. So Gary. I wasn't expecting this to take three years. So. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I've waited. Um, so Gary was our first president. He took that first year, but he only—he really only took it because I said I would definitely, after I popped that baby out, yeah. I would definitely. I mean, and I was still involved, but it was just a—it was just a really busy time. Plus, I was running about a hundred meetings plus a year for the IIA on an international basis. So yeah. it was—it was. It's a crazy lot to think too. Like at that time, you pretty much had to call everyone. Yes. Or, e- or, or uh, like the mail tele- them, not the, the email. Telephone. We had to pick up the phone. Yeah. We had mailers. We'd mail out, and by the grace of the hotels, each each yeah. hotel would sponsor one every month, and they'd get a little ad. But it was just like a fold up mailer, like you get in the mail now. And <laughs> hey, we're having a meeting. How and, funny! And, and then like, we gotta get this out like now that? because it's in four weeks, so we gotta get it out now. <laughs> yeah. We can't change it. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then the postage went up, and then it was like another big thing for the hotels to sponsor the postage. You know, just and now we're like, can things. you give us a room night and all? Also, food and beverage for 60 people. And could you fly in a speaker for yeah, us? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. So it's come a long way, but it, it really was, um, you know, fun, and it was challenging, and it was a really good learning experience. Well, we started off with this tangent of Magic Kingdom is celebrating 50 years now, and yes. also MPI internationally. It is 50 years away. next summer. Yeah. It's gonna be 71 was quite we the year. It was yeah. going to be uh, 50, and this big celebration in San Francisco next summer. Yep. And and our chapter specifically is looking forward to 2024, where we celebrate our 40-year 40 40. anniversary. Yes. Um, so be on the lookout in your mailers you, yeah. for <laughs> us to get a hard copy. Yes. We should send a mail. I will be leading the charge on the 40-year um, celebration. Could you so, invite me, please? Uh, no, I don't know. We'll have to check your calendar. You're so busy. Um, you no, could be GM of it. Yes. Well, oh, good. I'll give I'd you a complimentary to. GM name tag. Yes. Um, so that's going to be really exciting for us. Obviously, yes. it's still a few years away, but we're really looking forward to celebrating everyone that just like yourself really created this chapter and all the history that goes behind it you're one of i think three presidents that had multi-year yeah. presidencies yeah. um and most recently stacy engelman being one of them so i know uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to celebrating you and all the other, you know, prior presidents that have led the chapter. Um, so I know Selena's going to be walking into that role come July. So June, July, yeah, July. Um, so her and I will be working together to make sure that that's a great day for she's us. She's like July 1st. I, yeah. She's yes. like, actually, at the <laughs> annual retreat in May, I'm going to take over. <laughs> You're right. okay. Good for you. Take it. So we have just a few more minutes, but we want to talk a little bit about this book. Oh, my book? Your yes. Book. Yes. yes. Meetings so Mayhem. How, yes. how do you get this book? Is it can you get it on Amazon or you can get it on Amazon, you can get it on Barnes and Noble, you can get it on Target Online, Walmart Online, anywhere books are sold. Well, uh, just like podcasts, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's a paperback and an ebook. So if you have a Kindle or a Nook or oh, nice. tablet, nice. You wanna, uh, yeah, it's available. Um, it was a labor of love, and it really came out of all, my whole, you know, background in this industry. Um, and I've talked about it for years, and so I finally did something about it. And I love that. And I know I'm going to have a volume two already because so many people that have read there's it. There's more stories. Yeah, there's more we stories. We can give you a swag and repeat story. Well, swag and repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd love it. I'd love it. But um, it's it's really, as you said, it's a compilation of stories from other meeting planners around the country, friends of 
fine and it wasn't hard to get stories at all you know a lot of local people Sharon Fisher we've mentioned Gladys sure. Cologne Laura Hartman Paul Creighton Paul Creighton writes one about the uh, a legend story from Orlando um, <laughs> Connie Riley writes some really fun uh, celebrity uh, stories about dealing with celebrities and what can go wrong there. Karen Cruschel, some of you know her. She's still sure. active in the yes. chapter. She is, yeah. The psychic lady. She she wrote some interesting things from her standpoint. I as can't an wait to read her chapter. Yeah. And like, for someone like me who can never get through a book, this seems it's, it's nice and short. The stories are good. It. You can do he it. The stories through, are short. Yeah, he flipped through. He's like, there aren't any photos in this. Yeah, no pictures or illustrations. <laughs> maybe I'll try and do some characters in the next one. Volume two, so. yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I got to point out, I was so honored because Colleen Rickenbacker is a big name in this industry and a mentor of mine and even before she knew the book was coming out she wrote um the uh i put it up front you know praise for the book because she knew it was gonna what it was going to contain and then rod abraham who is my single most um a monumental mentor in this industry and one of the founders of mpi international and he wrote the second dedication. So I was really proud to have those. Before they even read a chapter, I really, um, it meant a lot to me. But so many, there. most of them are fun stories, but um, there's one there in particular from uh, a meeting planner friend up in Minneapolis, chapter 16, and hers was about having Legionnaire disease Mm. invade her convention um, so we titled it before there was COVID Legionnaire's disease mm. found its way into my meeting and she had deaths during wow. that meeting I mean people actually died because they, <laughs> they contracted it while her during. group was at the hotel so nothing funny about that but um, on a lighter note chapter two is called incentive perks and uh, <laughs> it's stationed in Cabo and I'll tell you what I happen to open it up to page nine and the first sentence I read was, that man's willy was <laughs> indeed, and I just stopped there and I shut my book and I said, this is Grey's Anatomy, or, or um, no, 50 Shades of Grey, part two. 51 Shades. Yeah, 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 this is all the shades of, of you know, Grey mayhem. Oh yes. my gosh, <laughs> so, I'm blushing, I'm blushing. I know, I am too, this is so awkward. Um, I am going to be reading this on the plane and I, nobody can judge me. But I, And it I won't. love this idea, I love the collection of stories because that is, that's how you learn. It's people's experiences, exactly. it's stories from legends and history and what went wrong or what we, yeah. Yeah. creatively thought about or you know we might have known what to do with COVID if we had read that exactly disease chapter. and I, I tried to uh, include a lesson learned at the end of nice. each chapter because I thought especially for hospitality students that are reading it hopefully um, you know because there are sometimes as a meeting planner where you go back and you say oh my god I really screwed up but there are other times when you just your your mouth just drops and you're like okay I just have to deal with it this is this is the the way it's happening in fact the very last chapter by Dick Wilson who used to produce the most incredible uh, uh, national conventions for Tupperware. He was he was uh, their lead producer, and so the very last chapter is about that swinging convention that he had. <laughs> and um, I'll just leave it at that. But it's a real fun story. And then I also at the end I, I ended with a lot of just short stories because sometimes they're just clips of, oh my God, you wouldn't believe this happened. Now two of my best stories happen to be in the short stories in the back because I had to protect names and places and things. So I had to shorten it and not give all the details. But one involves a snake spooking my hay wagon that had my executives riding down the side of a mountain in, um, uh, in Arizona at the end of our meeting. And the snake literally spooked the horses and the horses became disconnected from the hay wagon oh my goodness my executives were flying all over the side of the mountain i can't make this up i mean it literally but that's but you can write it down yes i can, can but you can't write it down yes. that's definitely the slogan for the full book it's definitely one that you won't want to put down uh so make sure that you check it out on amazon and make that purchase to pick your copy up yes all right so we do have to wrap up we have pam clark next week no womp, joe womp, womp. we're gonna be at del frisco's Dang. and we have trisha henson <laughs> filling in for you oh uh, she's she's gonna she's do a great job right. yeah, she's, oh. she's gonna do yeah. a great job yeah. another michigander oh, trisha henson I didn't know that. yep she's a one of the directors of finance for mpi and she is fantastic her name is uh she works for trisha henson consulting so i've heard that you'll name. have to pipe into the next episode and I'd hear love, from her love well this has been a pleasure i have had a really good time this morning all the stories and fun. more in yes. the book so make sure that you pick up like we said your copy of meetings mayhem terry mayhem. matthews yes mm -hmm. terry matthews lombardo cmp 
Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. All it's... right. Have a good day. Have a good week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.